There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to the Doctor Light Show. My name is Josh. Hello. We have Jim Price here. Hello. Jim, how was your weekend? It wasn't too bad. It was a little chilly. I tell you, they uh, they turned they left the old north door open for a minute there. You guys need to quit doing that. I don't know what you guys do up there in Minnesota, but stop. Uh, <laughs> it made the rest of us cold. Anyway, no, it's been a great weekend. Uh, not too bad. Uh, anticipation of this week, I would tell you, I would think it was. Uh, I'm getting ready to go do something really exciting, and I don't know what it is. <laughs> Something's gonna happen! Yay! Uh, well, are, people are, are talking you about the going 23rd. down to, to New York City or something. Well, yeah, I don't know. I jurisdiction and uh, what is it? Um, what's that thing when you when the the crime runs out of time? Um, when you the statue oh, of limitations. When it does, yeah, statute limitations. There's all kinds of questions I have on this whole New York, New York. And it's not making people like New York. I mean, I, I think New York was already having an image problem already between Cuomo and de Blasio <laughs> and some other things. I mean, this is just real. This is, this is just, it's just, it's just that extra hit, you know, that one extra, ink. you just stop. Guys, you guys are done. Like, stop doing that. You guys got to rebuild. Uh, they, I don't know. What is the what is, I mean I I've always said this I've said this since I started the radio show years ago years ago I said they would rather rule over a pile of ashes than ever let you win and I did not realize how prophetic or accurate that statement is because that's the line we're down I mean we are going down that guys they don't care if there's not one brick sta- sitting on another brick they don't Jeez, care Jim I just asked how your weekend was <laughs> <laughs> that was my. This is my weekend. Well, I'm, I'm just. I, I happen to agree right. with you with the, with the sentiment that you're talking about here. Is that we're seeing the weaponization, politicalization of the Department of Justices of states, district attorneys, so on and so forth, especially in, in mm-hmm. New York City. And what's happening in New York City right now is atrocious. We have, uh, for anybody who doesn't remember. There was a lawsuit brought out uh, by Stormy Daniels on President Trump, right. saying that uh, you know he did some uh, some crazy stuff to her and paid her off and all this stuff. And um, what people don't know is that <laughs> Trump actually won that court case, and Stormy right. Daniels was issued to pay three hundred and fifty thousand dollars in legal fees to Donald Trump because they found that it never happened. But Donald Trump did pay her, apparently, some hush money to make it just all go away because he was running for president. And he's like, look. Which all ended up going to Avenatti, member of the darling of the, the Democrat right. Party. Right, it all he went to Avenatti, who's now in jail for 14 years. And uh, the money that he paid was basically like, look, dude, I don't want to have to deal with you. You're, you're, you're full of crap. Just take some money and get out of my face. Right? Mm-hmm. And now they're trying to say, well, you know, he he claimed that money as a – uh, you know, political campaign expense. Well, right. well, it kind of was. <laughs> I mean, if you want to look at it like that. Well, yeah, I was saving my campaign, but 
Yeah, happy birthday, Baron Trump, by the way. Uh, happy 17th birthday, partner. So, as uh, kid is Oh, it's, it's Baron Trump's you know. 17th birthday, huh? Yeah. Oh, happy birthday. It's everybody's birthday this week. Your brother, my son, Baron. Yeah. I mean, we've got birthdays all around. I don't know. <laughs> what, were, what, were, what was everybody doing nine months ago? Well, you know, Obviously, Jim, I think know. that... Uh, if you, Sorry. I think that there's birthdays every day of the year. I'm almost positive. What? Yeah. Now, see, now, see, this is where your conspiracy thing goes way too far for me. I can't, Josh. All right, that that was it. I, I've had enough. All right, you can't say that there's like a birthday every day of the year. I am. I'm there tired is. It just, and, you're just and the majority you're going way of them. The majority of them <laughs> happen between right. September, October, November, December. You want, you know, you know why? Because because uh, Easter. All right, because yeah. the spring makes you want to go. Because mm-hmm. spring mm-hmm. brings the rabbits out, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, brown chicken, brown cow, brown chicken, brown yeah. cow. But you know, here's the thing: the the Donald oh, Trump. We're going to arrest Donald Trump. Um, I, I don't know if it's actually going to happen. There's there's possibility that it doesn't happen. That the DA. Do you want it to happen? Um, I actually I do want it to happen. You want to know why I want it to happen? I do too. There's a little bit of me in that wants to. Go ahead. Listen. Well, yeah, I, I, I kind of want it to happen because what it's going to show the American people is that this system is completely broken beyond repair. That if he is indicted, what's going to happen is he is going to win 2024 in a landslide. And you are going to see American people stand up, rise up. They're going to protest like he called for protest, protest, protest. They're going to protest and you're going to see all heck break loose here. And it's not going to be a mm-hmm. bad thing. I think it's going to be Americans, you know, good old American taking to the street with their Trump flags surrounding their capital. Hey, Paris has Trump been doing flags. it for five. Yeah. Paris has been doing it for five days. Well, that's a little bit. Let's that's a violent riot. But but I think what we can see here is that um, they need a distraction, Jim. They need mm-hmm. to change the mentality and the mindset of the American citizens because last week, what was on the mind of every American? The banks. Money, the money, banks, money. my money. Oh, what about my yeah. money, my money, my money? And they need to stop that. what's called a banking contagion of people pulling their money out of banks. And guess what? It didn't stop last week. It, it got more and more and more and more. Mm-hmm. And, and this has been exasperated to the point where the Federal Reserve – People didn't see this yesterday because it was announced on a Sunday. The Federal Reserve has basically came out and said that they're going to change their liquidity um, limits and start issuing them daily. What what does that really mean? Um, The Fed has now said, basically, if you want to look at it like this, is that they are done fighting inflation. Oh. They're they're done fighting inflation. (laughs) That the, the, the system cannot work. With increasing interest rates, so they're going to pump liquidity back into the market and begin quantitative easing. Um, this is not good. This means that uh, this is worse. This is a dumpster fire on top of a dumpster fire. I mean, what it, you- it is. Now you understand why they they announced that they're going to arrest Donald Trump because they needed a distraction from what they're actually doing. Now, what does this mean? <clears throat> if we continued with the interest rate hikes in the Federal Reserve. Okay, Mm -hmm. this will eventually curve inflation, but at the cost of millions of Americans losing jobs, losing wealth and banks collapsing. Banks will collapse. Okay, right. So the so that is the slow kill. Right. Slowly over the next year, that would be the slow kill. 
Or sorry, that would be the fast kill. Sorry, the fast kill. The slow kill right. is abandoning the the measures to stop inflation, allowing inflation to just run its course, hyperinflating the value by basically devaluing its purchasing power, and pumping liquidity back into the market, getting the economy back to a stable point, getting the banks back in the positive, and reassuring the American people that their money is safe because the banks are now in the positive. And that's the route that they're going to take. They're going to take the route of just pumping money back into the system, hyperinflation. And what you'll see probably here in the next six months is the bond market begin to collapse all over again because of rising inflation. Um, say goodbye to $3 eggs. They're now going to be nine to ten to twelve dollars. Uh, right. This is going to be what we call a slow kill. So over the next two years, hyperinflation is going to take hold in the United States of America, and it is going to be over for the dollar. So My this is that little whoop. This is that little whoop up right before it it nose dives down. Like we got a little bit of recovery, it flattens out, and there's a little tip up, right? And then all of a sudden, it just goes kaboom, and the bottom falls out. That's what this is, right? This is that last little uh, that everybody talks about. Get your get your profits out now before it all tanks. Well, no, I, I think that, that what, uh, what the Fed's going to do here um, is going to cause a surge in the market. There's going to be positive right. sentiment brought back in the market. Things are going to start to rise again. Stock mm-hmm. prices, all this stuff will start to rise again. Um, but it's short-lived. It's market right. manipulation at its finest because you cannot, you cannot ignore the core fundamental problems with the system, which is that we have credit and debt cycles, that you have to go into a debt cycle to reduce the amount of circulation of dollars in the system to reduce inflation to bring the cost down of production of manufacturing of raw materials and, and of retail goods and services. And they are at that point where – they waited too long to basically start quantitative easing, to start pulling the money out of the market. So they waited mm-hmm. too long. What happened is because they waited too long, it's affecting the banks. It's affecting 401ks, the stock market, to the point where people are going to go belly up and bankrupt. Corporations are going to go belly up and bankrupt, and banks will go belly up and bankrupt. Well, guess what? That's part of the system. That, that's capitalism. Banks go out of business because they make bad investments, okay? Firstly, first signature bank, Silicon Valley Bank, should have never have been bailed out by the FDIC. They should have been left to fail. Why? They made bad investments, plain and simple. They made bad investments. That's capitalism. Too bad. You, You failed. You're out. But guess what? When the government steps in and bails them out... That's called crony capitalism. That's that's a form of fascism. Okay, isn't that type of ba- a banana republic? It, well, it's crony. It, it's fascism. So here's the right. here's the kicker. Janet Yellen last week was asked, "Would you bail out all the smaller regional banks?" And she says, "No. Well, actually, we would need a super majority vote of the Federal Reserve Board, of the FDIC Board, myself, and Biden. And unless they unless that bank." was critical to the U.S. economy, it's not going to happen. Which means that they're not even going to cover them through the FDIC. Because the FDIC has no more money left after these two banking collapses. We'll be right back with more Dark Light Show after this. (laughs) 
The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. Tired of supporting Big Pharma? At HoneyColony.com, we understand the importance of choosing products that reflect your beliefs. That's why we offer a wide range of natural and organic products that are good for you and good for the environment. From pure honey supplements, skincare, colloidal silver healers to immune defense, our products are all carefully selected to ensure the highest quality and purity. And when you shop with us, you can trust that we're a company that cares. We don't just stop at offering pure, naturally sourced products. We also prioritize sustainability. Our products are sourced from responsible, environmentally conscious sources and provide chemical-free options for you and your family. Visit us at redpills.tv forward slash honey and shop today. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back to the Dark Delight Show. So not only that, Credit Suisse, one of the largest banks in the world, collapsed. Goodbye. Gone. So. UBS is uh, going to buy them out. Friday, they were worth $7 billion. They are now going to get bought out for $2 billion, and that comes after cries from them saying uh, after a $1 billion offer. And they're like, uh, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Can on. you double it? <laughs> they had $70 billion in assets three years ago. Wow. And they went to how big? They're, 70... they're getting bought for $2 billion right now. One. So one te- that's not even that's ten percent. No, one one seventieth. Oh, even ten. Yeah, it's almost yeah, it's one seventieth. It's like fourteen percent, fifteen percent. So that's economically. But these right are now, bankers. These are bankers who tell you, "Well, I don't think your business plan is enough. I don't think you've got enough equity. Can you give me half of the money down, and I'll loan you the rest?" If I had half the money down, I don't need you, partner. These, right. I mean, these people are the ones that are screwing up. These are the ones who told you guys no. How many times? I mean, seriously, how many? And I've done a lot of business, you know, dis, different business deals and stuff, and stuff. And bankers are literally the most ludicrous people in the world to deal with when you're really trying to do banking. 
when you're trying to do what they say they're there to do, which is loan you money and you pay it back and you have assets and all this stuff. And, and well, I don't know. Well, if you, if you, you know, I'm like, I went and did to do one deal with a bank and I said, hey, you know, I got this, 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 and this. Or like, and, and they're like, well, we'll give you this much per, per the construction bill, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, that's one third of the money, but you're going to have 100% of the leaning power on this project. Why would I put two thirds of my money into this and you bring in one third and you get 100%? That doesn't make sense to do that. But yet these guys are going bankrupt. These guys are the ones screwing up and they're the one judging us. I think, we, I think we've got our, our priorities screwed up here. Anyway. Well, I think we do, Jim. And I think that this is all a big distraction to usher in the new world order, to usher in a new global economic system. Um, think about this. I mean, what's going on here is astronomical in the sense of economic crises, okay? This financial crisis will be like none other in history. And what's going to happen, guys? And, and I want to tell everybody this because we're, we're I, I don't want people to run on, on local banks. I want you to put your money in local banks. Go out there and support local banks, a small local banks. Bank of America, zero, Wells Fargo. Yeah, they have zero affiliation with the Federal Reserve. They have zero affiliation with big financial institutions. These are the banks that you should be keeping your money in and you don't – don't go and pull it all out or anything like that. Okay, keep your money there. This is what they yeah. want. They want you to basically defund these small regional banks, put your money in the big banks, and then what's going to happen? This is what's going to happen. 80% of the population is going to consolidate their money into these big, big, can't-fail banks. Then one of them is going to fail. And when that happens, yeah. they're going to say – well, we need a new solution, and people are going to be like, well, we got these things called CBDCs, and they're going to usher in CBDCs wow. right behind this. And since everybody's already integrated on these large banks, it's going to be a seamless integration. This is the whole plan. This is why this is all happening. And I said it's going, there's going to be a massive transference of wealth from you to them. Right. You know, these, these three banks, or four or five banks have failed, right, Jim? The right. question is, is who won? <laughs> Billions of dollars of people's money gone. Well, who, who got the money? You, money doesn't just it, dis- really? disappear. It, Somebody won. Yeah. So where did that money transition or shift to that created that vacuum inside of these, these mm. banks? That's, so where did that – because they didn't bad bet it. I mean banks are pretty sticky. I mean if I, if I kind of look at how their, their plan is, right? They're not about losing it. So who? What did they do? Did they perp? Are they purposely? Now, oh, oh, oh! Wait, hold on, Josh. Are they purposely showing that their balances are off, only so that they can just take your money and make it evaporate? No, Think about no, this. No, what no. if they're fictitiously just saying, "Oh, these banks don't have these assets," only so they take your your small money away and make you poor? I mean, well, that's they a did it in theory, Jim. <laughs> but think about are, it like are we this. doing that today are we going back and forth hey i remember you said there was birthdays every day and i think that's a conspiracy too so <laughs> well well let's go to the lines what's up man how we doing hey jim how's it going well Good, josh, sir. And josh is here too uh josh too <laughs> sorry josh and jim uh, well yes sir hey this is mike the j and j that won't kill you You're, that's exactly right, right. Hey, Josh, remember about a month and a half ago, I'm the guy who watches the Catholic Church. I yes. called you up and I told you that the Pope was moving a whole bunch of money all from the churches back to the Vatican. Mm-hmm. 
And who was uh, who was the the Pope's biggest uh, bank in England? Uh, not England, but Europe. I'm assuming Credit, Credit Suisse. Credit 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 Suisse. Oh yeah, they they seem to move. Uh, uh, just before all their little thing came, seemed that they moved a whole bunch of money out of that bank. They they moved that Ooh. they moved that all back to the Vatican. The church. Or the church. Huh. Well, the Vatican Come Bank, uh, whatever organization would you like to call that. But wow. I think it just it was kind of funny that they, they, that little tidbit came out before all the downfalls. So hey, just, uh, interesting. Just, uh, yeah, that, just, uh... just something you know that people need to kind of watch the the in between the messages and the news. Wow, to see what well, what's going on. So, just, I, yeah. just wanted to throw that out there. And the, oh, the only second point I have is I know you'll probably talk about Trump a little bit later. Uh, anybody protest? Watch out for the glowies in the audience there. That's right. Mm. <laughs> I wouldn't so, go protest. All right, you guys I would have stay a home. Great day. You too, man. Take care. All right. Man. Well, that's interesting. I, you know, I I remember hearing about that, and. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking this up right now. Well, there is there is a whole bunch of different stuff in the sense of the Credit Suisse accounts. Well, think about that, though. That is, I mean, ah, the church. Why does the church got to be involved, man? You guys go home and do your thing about ha- handling people's spiritual lives. Quit doing this. Quit doing this big business stuff. Stop. It makes everything bad. When religion is not the sanctuary it needs to be, oh, man, stop doing that. Stop. Stop, you jerks. Quit doing that. Quit being greedy. Quit being the world. You're supposed to be different. Oh. All right. That's, well, that was, that's I, my I – know, I know, I'm Jimmy. mad Get at the church's speech. Get it all out, man. Get it all out. <laughs> well, so Go ahead. Th- this is what I want in, in listen. You don't have to understand exactly what's happening. What you do have to understand is you need to protect your finances. You need to protect your wealth, your retirement, and everything. What is going to happen here? The markets are going to tumble down at some point in the future. They are going to go down bad. They will recover 10, 15, 20 years from now. Okay? Mm-hmm. Your bank accounts aren't safe. They are doing this to usher in the new world order. The Vatican doesn't just mysteriously move all of its money out of Credit Suisse back into the Vatican Bank because, oh, well, you just we, we want to centralize our money again, you know. And, and No, no, no. They do this specifically because they knew exactly what was planned. See, that's the key, guys. This was planned. And here's the thing. This isn't the last of it. You're going to see a lot more of it. I don't want to be a fear monger. I don't want to be saying, oh, you know, Josh, calm down on that financial stuff. It's not that bad. It is that bad. Okay. And so alternative solutions. Bitcoin is roaring. And you're like, I don't do that digital currency stuff. Well, I think you should consider it. I think that there's (laughs) going to be a decline in the markets at some point. And Bitcoin is going to drop a little bit. And I would recommend getting in. If you guys want to learn about cryptocurrency, if you want to learn about cryptocurrency, go to redpills.tv slash crypto MM. And I do a crypto mastermind every Sunday where I teach people about this. Okay. Now, why do I say that? Because guess what? When Venezuela collapsed overnight, 
a million dollars for a loaf of bread. People were transacting Bitcoin because electricity was still up. Now, if electricity goes down and you own you know $10,000 worth of Bitcoin, oh, well. At least you got some gold and silver. Mayor, I hope and you so had that satellite silver. phone. That's right, gold and silver. So have gold and silver. And obviously, Dr. Kirk Elliott for that. 720-605-3900. Getgoldtoday.com. Fill out that form at the bottom. And I'm telling you, you need to have something. Because when this hits, people are going to be in mass panic. Not only that, go on over to the local gun shop. Mossberg 500. Crossbow. Crossbows are not registered. Well, Sorry. yeah, but I'm just saying I would I'd get something a little bit more punch. Mossberg well, 500, yeah. probably one of the, the. No, I'm I'm talking about for the the eating part. <laughs> oh, the eating part. Yeah, you want to you want to yeah. get those squirrels. You get get out there and practice with your crossbow. But yeah. I, I'm telling I mean, you, have they a don't way make to a lot of noise. Yourself. Have a way to support yourself. Have a way yeah. to ensure your financial stability. All right, we'll be silver, right gold, and brass to cover your butt. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back to the Dark Delight show. Yep. And, you know, this is this is all about distractions, people. There is a pending economic collapse. There is a pending world war. <clears throat> Today, Xi Jinping is in Russia meeting with Vladimir Putin. Putin and his uh, government are said that they're opening an investigation into the International Criminal Court. You know, I found it interesting last week. And this is how you know it's it's all planned. Last week, the International Criminal Court issued an arrest warrant for Vladimir Putin for crimes against humanity. Friday, the court of Pakistan issued an arrest warrant for Imran Khan, who is a Trump supporter and former prime minister of Pakistan, and then Donald Trump. Isn't it interesting that those three men are all have arrest warrants out for them? I don't know. They're just kind of <laughs> coincidental there. Sure is quinkadink. Sure yeah, is quinkadink. And, and, you know, Xi Jinping is calling for a, uh, a ceasefire by Russia in Ukraine. And, you know, this this would destroy the global narrative. Is if Russia says, okay, and pulled back. Well, they're talking about over the weekend, they're saying that he's going to be like, hey, we're because he went and visited some one of the cities there, like, Okay, our president, our quote-unquote potato-in-chief, rode on a three-hour train ride to get to Kiev. Uh, then Putin went to Ukraine this weekend, mm-hmm. and he was hanging out. So how is it everybody just has all – I mean, if this is such a worn-torn country and, like, you know, everything is just in – you know, the whole – everything's just in a disarray, right? But yet these world leaders are just popping in and out of Kiev or out of um, Ukraine? I don't, I don't get it. Like, that is a – I don't. That doesn't make sense. Did our presidents or other presidents go into the European theater during D-Day or any of that stuff? Did uh, Did Churchill run over there into France while they were doing all their pushback on the Nazis and all that? Did that happen? Well, I, this you know, is, Jim, it, it's a good vacation place this time of year. I mean, <laughs> they got plenty of sun and they're 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 cash rich. I mean, they got plenty of money. Oh um, yeah. 
you know, but Did you see the big fight the, on their Senate floor. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I, I didn't. I didn't. But yeah. this this is the thing: is you have war hawks out there calling for more weapons. They just sent two hundred and thirty million dollars worth of 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 ammunitions to there. Um, European nations are giving them more armament. Um, you have Finland about to become a NATO nation. That's not good. Um, right. Russia is not playing around with this, and China is on Russia's side, as well as North Korea and Iran and multiple other nations. This is the other distraction that they don't want you to look at. The United States most likely is about to interact in some way, shape, or form within the war that's going on in Europe. Why do I say that? Because you have this mass distraction of Donald Trump's arrest. They need this arrest so you don't look what the other hand is doing. Just yesterday, there was an article that came out that NATO is proposing 300,000 troops on Russia's border if Russia progresses into towards Kiev. <laughs> That's war. World War Three. Uh, do we, I mean when we? What, here's the problem. In my mind's eye, I always think about like a bunch of guys standing along the border. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, we're just gonna stand here until they stop. I, it's not quite that way, but anyway, I always think of it like. Remember when you played Risk? Do you ever play the board game Risk? I did, I did. And kind of you could pile your guys up against somebody's border and act like it's something big. It was an intimidation, but it didn't matter. You're just rolling the dice to go against them. But how is this really any different? Where it's all posturing, it's all this. You know, oh look what I can do. Oh, I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that. And where's Durham at? Oh, Durham's you from done. Durham lately. Yeah, Durham's done. Yeah, I mean, listen. For, for anybody out there who had hope that there was some type of white hat military operation that was going to rush in and save the day, um, it's not happening. Okay? Durham Durham didn't do anything that he was meant to do. Um, Cash Patel can sit out there and go, Durham, Durham, Durham. Yeah, nope, not happening. Um, Donald Trump was betrayed by his inner circle. Okay? And that our government is a a corrupt, complicit bureaucracy that is only dedicated to money and power and their own individualized wealth. And I've said this for the longest time. If you want, if you want to take back this country, if you want to save the United States of America, Jim, do you want to know what the things that you need to do are? I'm listening. End the Fed. I'm listening. And the lobby, yeah. and the PACs, and income tax, return money to the gold standard, standard, and invest in innovation, in U.S. innovation. Watch how fast the swamp drains. If you end the Federal Reserve, if you end the federal lobby, if you end the political action campaigns, if you end income taxes, there is no reason for them whatsoever to want to serve in politics other than the service to their country. That's it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. But you know what? And that's, all of those things, all of those things were only said by one man. Did you know that? One Who, presidential Trump candidate in the Kennedy. last 50 years has said that, and it wasn't Kennedy. Who was it? Ron Paul. Oh. You said candidate. I thought you said president. Sorry. Nope. I said candidate. Ron Paul. 
If you ended the Fed, ended the lobby, ended political action campaigns, ended income taxes, returned money directly back to the gold standard and invested in U.S. innovation, the swamp would drain faster than you can say Barack Obama. Oh, yeah. Mm. And they would move on to some other country and go to war with the U.S. because of it. Right. Well, what a sad time we live in, right? Well, it's not sad. It's revolutionary time that we live in. But, you know, Donald Trump just put, posted on True Social. Um, where are you, Joe DiMaggio? Going back to the famous uh, Simon and Garfunkel uh, song, Mrs. Robinson. Mm-hmm. To where, when he, uh, where Simon, when, well, Paul Simon was actually in New York City and he met Joe DiMaggio. And DiMaggio asked him about the lyric. He said, um, you know, where have all the heroes gone? You know, Joe DiMaggio through the 50s and the 60s was an American icon, a hero. Right. And where have all the heroes gone? And Trump is absolutely right. Where have all the heroes gone who want to stand up? Nobody wants to be persecuted. Nobody wants to stand up in the face of adversary, ad- adversity and be smacked down by the politicalization, the weaponization of government. If they can do this to a former president, a political candidate for president currently... They can do what can they do to anybody who stands up and says stop? Well, I mean, I faced it in my life. I mean, I'm an exact example of this. I mean, I, I, I know I keep beating, going back to that drum, but that's the reason I ever got into radios because I had nothing left. They took away my job, they took away all my money, they took away my reputation. So, the only thing I had left was my honesty, my truth of what I lived through. And guys, when they come in to destroy you, they don't stop destroying you. I'm fa- I, they. They ran and ran me up the flagpole again, and I'm waiting to see how this whole thing falls down because there's a whole nother thing come up again where I'm, you know, quote unquote, being investigated for what? I've literally done nothing, but yet they can come up with anything they want. Our rules are so ambiguous in so many ways, and our rules and our laws and guidelines and different things that they can make anything a crime. I mean, think about what they're trying to say here. They're trying to make this a campaign finance crime that is now. I mean. Think about how hard they had to wiggle through the laws to get to this point for this to be stuck on Trump. But it's the same way with me. It's, they were doing whatever they could. So I got I got all these security clearances where I'm, my background's being ran constantly because I'm this, the job I'm doing is very, very sensitive. And then how did they get rid of a guy who has a spotless background? How do they destroy a guy who, who has that? Well, they call you all kinds of names in the newspaper. They do all these things. They run you down. And then they start charging with things and dropping the charges and charging you and dropping the charges. That's what they did with me. And they ran me through all my money. They knew exactly how much money I had in my bank account. They knew what my assets were, and they drained me. That's what they plan on doing. That's what they hope to do. I mean, Trump's paying, what, millions and, I don't know, tens of millions of dollars a year in lawyer fees just because they keep taking him and dragging him in and out of different grand juries and all kinds of other stuff. I mean, this is not something new, guys. This weaponization of our DOJ was really destruction of our country. That was where it really started. When the lawyers and the DAs and the the judges all got in together with each other through the Bar Association, honestly, guys, you you lost what you understood was your country. And the Corporation mm-hmm. of America has been destroying people for you know cent- a century or more now. And I'm a living proof that it happens every day, and I'm still living it today. And uh, they don't stop. They really don't. They continue to find ways to manipulate you, screw with you. 
If you start to kind of come up a little bit, boom, they're going to whack them all you down. And that's what they're doing with Trump. They need a distraction for other things, so they're going to create this misdemeanor into a felony. Uh, the statute of limitations ran out on the misdemeanor. So the problem is, is now they're going to try to, to roll it into a felony. And, they, and we know that that is absolutely wrong for them to be able to do that. But that's what they did to me, too. They dropped and reopened, dropped and reopened, no-knock warrants. My, I mean, the, the judge I'm having coffee with for three years signs my no-knock warrant the day of my birthday. Happy birthday, Jimmy says. I mean, guys, I'm telling you this in desperation because I lived it, and I'm and I'm still still recovering from it. I'm not even close. To, I'm not even close to being recovered at all. Not even close. But this is what they'll do to you guys. So just just think that this is not doesn't stop. That's right, guys. We'll be right back with more Dr. Lay Show right after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back with the Dark Delight show. Jim, you just Yo. sent me this video about the border. Mm-hmm. What the heck is going on at the border? 
Yeah. I mean, that's a Burlington Northern Santa Fe railroad train pulling. Those are grain cars uh, that they're pulling. And they, this looks like a third wheel country where there's men at, all stacked up on top of the rail cars. And they're riding along in America, coming out of coming out of Mexico. And these are all age; these are all military aged men with their faces all covered with backpacks, and walking into our country and riding our rails on top of train cars. This is a real. This is this is disturbing at the best. And I don't know, Josh. When do we say we have to stand a post? When does a when does the moment where you say we need to stand a post and we need to, you know. Um, you know, hands across. Remember, hands across America. Remember the whole thing. Hand, you were were you alive for that? I don't. You're, you're a little bit younger than I was. That what was is the it 80s. called? Hands across America. What's hands? Across hands across America? America. Yeah, it was a whole thing. This was during the whole time when we were having uh, uh, live aid for Africa and doing all these different things. Well, hands across America was a big charity thing. Then on such and such date, everybody put their hands together and they lined up in this big line that was already uh. predetermined. I know what you're talking and about. And it was a it was a big unity thing. This was when the um this is when the Michael Jackson and the that with all the stars got together and sang. This was a thing back then. What if we just said hey, we want to do a hands across America, but slung with a, a a rifle that says, Hey, not in my country anymore. We're not gonna take this. I mean, why can't we do hands across the border? If we could do a hands across America where they literally were having like thousands and thousands of miles of people holding hands across America. Why couldn't we? It was on a Saturday, too. It was actually, you know, I remember doing it as a kid. I was I was probably, ooh, I was sixth grade. So was that, well, how old were you then, 12? Oh, you, you, like were, you, were holding, you were holding hands and waiting for it to happen, yeah. huh? Kumbaya, well, right? Yeah. I don't know what we, we thought was going to happen, but yeah. You know what I think we need? I think that Donald mm-hmm. Trump's right. We need, we need a hero. And well, it's not Donald Trump. As much as we want to First guy to the brick wall is the bloodiest. Yeah. It, we need a hero. We need someone to stand up and, and take on the establishment. And here's the thing is you're not going to see that in Congress. You're not going to see that in Senate. You're not going to see that from any of the governors. Mm-hmm. And that's where we need to see it the most. We need an American hero to stand up and label all the wrongs. The stand up who has the ability to stand up. And not be persecuted by them. And there's only one. There's only one methodology I know of. Of something that can stand up and not be persecuted at this time in this age that we're in right now. Well, if I'm defending my country, that's not subversion. That's defense of my country, right? Well, it is. Subversion is trying to undermine or take over my country. Do you think they're going to care about that? Come on. Now. That's well, that's where the thin blue line has to figure out which side of the constitution they want to be on. Do they want to be on the globalist side of the constitution or they want to be on the way that the constitution was absolutely written where it says a well-regulated militia, a well-practiced people's army is necessary. It says that is necessary. Not not well, when you guys get around it on 4th of July, you know, get some bang-bangs out. No, it's like it's necessary. So that's the sheriffs. That's your thin blue line. Remember, you guys are all like, oh, respect the thin blue line. Kiss their butt all the time. Well, the problem is, is that are the, is the thin blue line going to be willing to stand down or stand with you when uh-huh. you defend your country? And I don't say stand down as in you're allowed to to be lawless. I'm saying 
that they stand down when you when you stand a post when you say there will be no more invasion of my country. You know, this is a this is this is where the line is. That's the demarcation over there. Stay over there. You stay over here. I'll stay over here. Why is that? A, why is that a problem? Someone has to really answer me this because you and I are not. We're not dummies. We're we're pretty intelligent individuals here who really think about this a lot. Well, I'm glad you. And think we really can't come Jim. up with a better answer, huh? I'm glad you what? think highly of me, Jim. Well, I, I do what I can. I'm trying to build your ego up, buddy. <laughs> you and me together, <laughs> man. <laughs> what are we doing tonight, Pinky? <laughs> Same thing we do every night, Brain. Try to um, take over the world. But that's uh, the thing is, me and you, you and I, have both have worked on this for. How many hours do you really spend thinking about what it's what's coming next? What the next evolution is? What's the next revolution of well, this? That's evolution? what I, I mean, think about all the time. That's what I have to think about. That's my job. Yeah, I mean, sit. I get. I have to. I, mean, I do my show in the afternoon. I do a show for Brighton. I'm doing this radio show. These are all things I'm constantly thinking about. What is the answer to get people to a point where either there's action or here's the answer of why you do this or do that or move forward. And I don't have any better answers. In fact, I, I think we're too late. I think we should have been doing things years ago. Well, people and I, need and a I Captain say, America, man. That's what they need. But who's that guy? I, I you who's know, that guy? I, who's I that guy that ideas. doesn't get arrested? Who's hmm? that guy that doesn't get arrested? Yeah, the untouchable. When he walks down, he becomes the Pied Piper or the, you know, what is it? Uh, the guy who. Is that the Pied Piper, the guy who with the fl- the flute that led the mice out of the city? I mean, who is the guy who's going to be able to lead this, slung with his rifle, saying, "Hey, we're going to the border. Who's coming with me?" And that's the uh, the uh, the uh, the Tom Cruise moment. Who's coming with me? You know. <laughs> and so he takes the goldfish. Who's coming with me? You know, like and that moment, right? And the thing is, how many people did go with him? It was an entire office full of people that believed what he was saying. But the secretary decides to go. Um, that's the sad part is that, you know, they always show in, in, in any organization, 10% of the people do 100% of the work. Yep. So, and there's evaluations of Army and, and military tactics as well. And at that, at that equivalent is really pretty much the same. There's one true warrior. There's 10% fighters. And then there's the other 79% of bodies. And uh, but yeah, you need the bodies, you need the the ominous force to be going forward. But the ten percent, you know, who is that going to be? Who's going to be that one percenter that moves out there in front and says, "This is where we go. We will not do this, and we will go into each one of these courthouses and we'll have a greater understanding." And then we leave and we go to the next courthouse, and then we are working our way to the border. I mean, how can we couldn't work it away from the north to the south? Just start working away. Going through the courthouses, going through the Capitol building, saying, "These, this is how we will be running things from here forward. We're heading south to go to the border, and we are doing a dragnet of everybody who does not believe in our country. They're all we're going to push them all down south, and they get to go south of here. And uh, you literally just walk everybody out. How do? How else do you do that? I mean, I don't know. I don't have a better answer. Anonymously. <laughs> Right. I mean, that that's really the only way it's ever going to happen is if someone comes up anonymously and creates some type of movement like we have seen. But I think anonymously is cowardly. I think I think being, you know, if you're willing to do this, you put your name on it, you put your face on it and you die on the cross, man. That's what you do. That's the cross you're going to bear. Like, hey, I'm going to take this cross. This is the one I'm going. 
And if that means I end up being the first to die or the last to die or the first in jail, I mean, that's what you have to say you're willing to do. Who is that person, though? That's I know, who, I know one, who could be. Who do you think could be? Any one of us. Any one of us that are listening absolutely right now. Any one of us could well, be that why individual. Isn't it you? Oh, didn't think about that, did you? No, oh. I, I already, I already have that answer, though, Josh. I already have oh, that. Do answer. you? Let's hear it. Yeah, if, if I'm called to, if I am called to service, I will go. Period. If it, if and I'm, I live by the uh, the adage: if not me, then who? And if not now, then when? And I believe that with all my heart, and I mean it every day. Well, every day, Josh. Jim, you're being called to service for the next hour. All right. Guys, much love, respect. God bless you guys. We'll be back tomorrow, and we're going to be talking about this probably all week. Hopefully tomorrow we're going to have more information about what's happening with Donald Trump. Uh, Jim is going to join you the next hour. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Take care. There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Welcome back, everybody, to the Dark Delight Show, the second hour of your extended lunch hour. Uh, guys, thank you so much for being here, and WYSL's family. Thank you, guys, for sticking around. As we go through this time, this is a time of, you know, questioning yourself. Where are you at? You know, what is it? What does it look like? When do you when do you go somewhere? When do you do something? And and we've all talked about the MREs and the you know freeze dry food and the you know, can of beans and the the rice and all that. We we've beat that drum to death. I mean that that we beat that horse until there's just not, not, nothing but powder left, right? We've done this. Now, uh, if you want to go through the definition of things, I mean, this is the, how words work, right? So the act, so resistance, resistance, the act or intent, and uh, in, in instance of resisting or the capacity to resist a force that tends to oppose or retard motion. An underground organization engaged in a struggle for national liberation in a country under military or totalitarian occupation. Well, I would have to say that those things sound very familiar, and yet I don't have I don't have all the answers on what that looks like. I mean, France, and here's the thing, guys. I, I that's why I kept talking to, to Josh about this. I kept saying little things like, you know, hey, France has been at this for five days, you know, and theirs is about a like over just some retirement fund like this, you know, their national, they have a national social security thing that because they all, you know, they pay heavy, heavy, heavy taxes to allow the government to say sometime when you get old, if you don't die of all the government chemicals we're putting in you, that there's a benefit at the end, which is this penance of a little bit of money to get back. They were lowering that down by two grand or something. It wasn't a lot of money. It wasn't like they were saying, Hey, we've abolished this altogether. But at the same time, these people are resisting. 
they're not putting up with this anymore. And yet here we are. We're, and I, I'm reading the different things uh, across Twitter as the as the things that are trending. You know, uh, obstruction of justice. Uh, they, there's get Trump. Uh, there's all these different things that are out there that really cause me to really pause and wonder what we've get Trump. Um, what is the other one? There's there's some other ones out there that are very very unnerving. That we have a lot of people. Let me let me put let me let me put it this way. Okay, let me put it this way. We have gotten so so good at Mockingbird. The Mocking Mockingbird is is a part of a, a military apparatus that it, it's a program that was put in engaged into us. There was the blue uh, there was paperclip. There was MK Ultra. If you guys don't know what these are, write them down. Look them up. There's tons of CIA documents that have been unclassified, so you can read all the different programs, how they implemented it, how Bush Sr. was in charge of MKUltra and came out and said that they no longer was going to do this to the American public. And what I'm saying is that they've gotten us so good at um, they've gotten us so good at attacking each other. Yeah, lock them up. Yeah, put them in prison. Yeah, everybody belongs in prison. Everybody belongs in jail, except for when they walk up to you. And you're like, come on, officer! I wasn't really speeding. That wasn't. I wasn't going that fast. Think about how fast we change our tune as soon as we don't want to get a speeding ticket. But everybody else needs to be locked up. You know, throw away the key. Uh, there is no justice unless there's absolute justice. Everything go, ends in an execution, except for when you're executing me. Right? It's always good enough to to show that that malice and that that hate towards the other side. Right? And I and I've and I and I have been the one who will who will bang this drum and I will bang this drum until the day I die. I will I will not die on my knees. I will go and I will fight as, and fight against all this until the day I die. And I, you guys know that already. You guys know my passion. But the problem is, is there's no victim. There is no crime. Now, the, the situation that I'm seeing with a lot of this stuff going forward is that we continue to go around and like. Oh yeah, you deserve that that parking ticket. Yeah, tow his truck, man. Tow his truck. He's the guy. Yeah, woohoo! Towing his truck. Get him that speeding ticket. Yeah, oh yeah, he was he was going too fast. Get him, guys. We have been so programmed to believe that there, in no matter what it is, as long as it's somebody else, we cheer it on. We cheer it on. Now I get, you know, there's. There's times in a football game or a basketball game and, you know, the other team gets a foul. Yeah, you know, he fouls out. They give him the walk off. You know, there's there's things like that. But when you're talking about somebody's freedoms and liberties and we're willing to we're willing to throw it away at a moment's notice, at a moment's notice, because we they just don't line up with what we think. They don't line up with who we are. I still believe that everybody, you know, if you. If there's no victim, there's no crime. And I think there's a lot of things that we victimize each other with, with crime, uh, with time served, with uh, penalties, with destruction of uh, reputation, all these different things. If we reset ourselves back to there's no victim, there's no crime. Now, a lot of the worst of us, a lot of the worst that we think of, like Hillary Clinton and others, we have actually seen Uranium One. We've actually seen the the Wiener laptop, right? I mean, how can we forget about Uber Aberdeen and her husband? I mean, Mr. Weiner himself has spent jail time for his his issues with underage people, 
and his laptop shows some very explicit things, but nobody's prosecuting that. Why? Because Hillary Clinton's got di- diplomatic immunity. And if you guys want to understand what kind of diplomatic immunity that she has, I, you can get a hold of me. We can talk about it offline. There are paths even for the average person to do it. But she has diplomatic immunity. That's why she's so untouchable. No, no, no. It's not because she'll killery you. But there are pa- there is paperwork. There are things. There are Cool Kids Club memberships you can get yourself into. And if you're willing to take the time to involve yourself in it and get involved, yeah, it's possible. But the problem is, is we have a, an entire... We have an entire subset of rules that, yes, there's diplomatic immunity, and that means that, yes, they could literally walk up and kill somebody, and nobody's going to do anything to them because of that diplomatic immunity. That's why they seem so untouchable. That's why the military tends to be brought up quite often because so many, pe- so many people understand that, right? So my issue is is that there's, there is a two-tiered system. There's obviously some that got bought in and and we're able to 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 uh, to live that life, you know, while the rest of us are down here trying to figure out how to, you know, you know, I'm going to leave the two dollars and eighty eight cents I got in my checking account. You know, if they want to take it, you know, you know, good luck, right? They're, you know, that's what they're going to take away from me. And my checking account is, you know, theirs at the taking. I'm just being facetious, but the idea is that there is a there is a two tiered system here. And the sad part of it is, is that when are you? When is your? What's your tolerance level? What is your pain level? They're crashing banks. They're crashing food supplies. There's, there's, you know, there's people that are, are, are you know, we know there's, there's things going on with, with, with capacity within the refineries. Not a lot, but there is. Um, there is some things here and there where, you know, there's some capacity issues with fuel. There is some other things that we have to worry about with those kind of things. But you know why we have capacity issues with fuel? Because the EPA makes it a five-year process to upgrade anything on a dis- on a distillation tower or anything within the uh, full fuel refinery process, um, this is a this is this is the issue. This is the issue. We have a government that keeps growth down, guys. We would be the reason the industrial revolution was what it was is because we didn't have government regulation in the way, and then we got become we became very very distinct. Per- professionals at coming up with new agencies and new ways to regulate and tell other people what we want them to do and how they want to do it. Now, remember, anytime you tell another group of people that they can or cannot do something, there's also the effect of those people can then turn around and tell you what you can and cannot do. And it's a slippery slope. See, the problem is, is that we, we've gotten so used to demonizing each other. So I'm circling back to the very beginning of this. When you think about the very beginning of this, how I started as this, you know, we we go after these people who we'll say, oh, yeah, you know, lock them up, lock them up. There's no victim. There's no crime. Well, the problem is, is that when we had all these EPA and this, you know, the education department and alcohol and tobacco and firearms, when we created that agency, what did you think was going to happen to your Second Amendment? Well, I just wanted them to make sure that they couldn't make no alcohol next door because alcohol is the devil's, you know, that's the devil's water. That's fire water. Well, the problem is, is when you get your little cranky little voice out and you crook a little finger and you start pointing at other people, you got about three or four of them pointing back to you. So be mindful of that because the problem is, is that when you tell other people they can't have alcohol, well, the next thing you know, they tell you you can't have your guns. Because to them, guns are, are the devil's, you know, the devil's fire stick, right? Depends on which way you want to look at it. Now, you guys know I am, 
again, I am, it sounds like I want to be lawless, but I don't, I'm lawless in the idea you do what you want to do as long as it doesn't hurt others. And that seems like it's completely out of control. But the problem is, is if you actually put people in charge of their own stuff and make sure that they're doing their own thing, that, you know, they, they have to do their own thing to be able to succeed in life. They're so busy with life that they don't have time to victimize others. Oh, there will always be dummies out there. But if we get back to the, 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 are getting our brains away from this machine of more regulation and more laws and more laws, more laws. When somebody tells me, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna make us so we can have concealed carry anywhere we want in the state. No, they're not giving me that. I already had that. I, I, the government was already limited by the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment was when they added, when they said that, they wrote that out specifically. Hey, listen. Um, first of all, you can run your mouth all you want. Second of all, you can have any gun you want for any reason you want. You know, and third of all, then you can go back and redress your grievances with your and redress your grievances with your public servants. When they wrote that, that was limiting the government. Stay away from it. Don't be a part of that. But see, we have to learn that. That's what this education is about. All right, guys, we have a commercial break coming up here on WYSL. Be right back. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. 
Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. I like guns, I like the way they look. I like the shiny steel and the polished wood. <laughs> All right, welcome to the Dr. Dark Delight Show here on WYSL. Thank you so much for hanging on to your second lunch hour uh, here on Mondays and Wednesday with your host, Jim Price. Thank you guys for being here. Remember, if you guys want to look me up, thejimpriceshow.com is the website, or just email me, jimprice at thejimpriceshow.com. And uh, that way it's all Jim Price, Jim Price, Jim Price. If you guys have any questions or whatever, want to talk about things, just get a hold of me. Uh, there's a lot of you have reached out over the last you know last few months. It's been fantastic. Uh, Dave last week was able to order that poem I read last week. And again, when did you, what did you do when freedom called your name? And, uh, and so much of what we're dealing with right now is very the very essence of that poem. There, there's a lot of things out there that we haven't been able to talk about and we should be able to talk about. Why? Because... We're sitting on a government airway, right? We're on a FCC-regulated uh, airway that says uh, the wattage out of the tower can only be this. It can only aim in that direction. You can't say these words. You have to have this copyright. And there is all kinds of these little things, right? They Even down to making sure the little flashy red light on the towers are, are maintenance right. And the, there's a fence with barbed wire around the transmission t- uh, you know, terminal. And I mean, there's all kinds of little things. And uh, that's the government. You know, that's the government just in the radio portion of it. But then there's the government that's in your laptop. There's the government that's in your phone. There's the government that's in your tablet. There's the government that's in your PC that has all these FCC regulations in it. There's all these different little things that they do in there. Yet there's, there's absolutely nefarious points, points of all that. You know, that the fact that we know that the FCC doesn't really regulate the, 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 the bandwidth going in and out of your phone the way it should be. Oh, well, in this certain situation and this and this and this, it's like a, it's like testing the exhaust coming out of your vehicle. Oh, well, we we lowered the, the this this chemical coming out of the exhaust of your vehicle. Oh, we got this particulate catcher that the diesel doesn't put out black smoke anymore. Well, the problem is, is you just dumb down the motor so that the, 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 it burns more fuel. And if the diesel is not rolling out black exhaust, it is absolutely not efficient. Why is it that when we have a, and I know I'm a little bit off the beaten path here for a second, but this is government for you. If you go to a, if you go to a drag, drag race, right, and you go to NHRA or you go to the local, uh, you know, the local, uh, you know, race night at your local track and they have, everybody's getting up there, they pay their 10 bucks to be able to race each other, blah, blah, blah. What's the first thing everybody does? They put a big old breathing carburetor on their car if it's a naturally, naturally aspirated car. Then they'll put a turbo on it to push a bunch more air in or a supercharger to push more air in there. And then they take the exhaust all the way off and they just put headers on there, just big open headers, right? And you can see the flame coming out of there. Okay, guys, why is it that when they're trying to get as much horsepower as they can out of the same big block that you could put in your Chevy, Ford, or Dodge, okay, they take literally the same big block and then get 1,500 horsepower, 2,000, 15,000 horsepower out of the same block that your truck, your car, whatever it is, is driving around with. Why? Because they open it all up and the EPA is not involved. Now imagine if you had a vehicle that the EPA wasn't involved, what would these car makers really be able to do? How much power would you really have? How much miles per gallon would you really have? In reality, the reason your car actually sucks at the mileage it does is because of the EPA doesn't want the car engine to make a certain amount of noise or the exhaust to make a certain amount of noise or the intake, the sucky sound where the king goes sucking into the motor. 
Think about this. They EPA all of that. They have sound restrictions on vehicles. Now, I'm talking about from the radio to your car to your daily life, and you don't even know your constitution. This is how far outside of the uh, bus telling other people what they can do, how it literally is affecting your daily life right now. How are your daily life? Oh, I get it. They said, "Oh, well, we don't want lead paint in the in you know in the house because kids are having lead paint poisoning because they're eating paint chips." Do you know it takes a thousand pounds of paint chips for you to even start to be able to measure lead in the brain of a child? Do you know that it takes a thousand pounds of lead paint chips for a child to actually be able to ingest enough paint chips for the lead to actually impregnate the 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 brain? Okay. Now think about that. Who has a thousand pounds of paint chips that they've eaten in their lifetime? Nobody. But what did that do? That allows for them to be able to send radiation in and out of your house. They can do heat sensing uh, equipment in and out of your house. And also your paint doesn't last as long, so they sell more paint. That's why now paint is all water soluble and it evaporates and the paint just gets all chalky on the side of your house. That's your EPA helping you because they got paid off by the lobbyist who actually said, well, we take the lead out of there, the paint falls off or ashes away faster so we can sell more paint. It's all about the it's all about the environment, Jim. That's why we're doing it. That's not actually factual at all. And you don't even know your constitution. When you're allowed to tell someone else not to do something, they're allowed to tell you not to do something else. And that's the seesaw of it. That's the two-man saw of this. And until we get back to the ideology and we really have that conversation, here's the thing. I, I'll lead you guys into battle all day and twice on Sundays. I'll do it. I'm done. I'm, I'm down with the sickness. Let's do this. I am tired of being invaded. I'm tired of, of bankers misusing my money. I want to have gold backed currency. I want things to be very, 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 very simple so we can just have all this industrial revolution and have all this amazing progress. And no, we're not going to burn down the country by doing it. The earth doesn't need us. Guys, if you go into any town that's been abandoned by people, the earth takes it back and it takes it back really fast. I mean, even if you look on some of the roadways that you drive every day, there's grass in the cracks of the road. Yeah, you can't, there's parts of your yard you can't get grass to grow in, right? But no, there's grass growing right down the middle of the freeway. Think about that. The earth doesn't need us. We need the earth. And we run around thinking that if we give away our rules and rights and you know guidelines and all this other stuff, that the we're just going to wildly start polluting everything. Well, here's the problem. You vote with your money. The companies that are wildly polluting things, you just don't spend money with them. But you guys go back to Walmart constantly. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's the only thing I got. Is it? Well, maybe don't buy it then. If it's made in China, just find something else to buy. Find something else to buy. Seriously, folks. Vote with your money. Don't be the consumer that they, all, they advertised you into believing you are. Be the difference makers, right? Be those people that get to be amazing. And we don't have to go by the rules. We don't have to play by the rules. But remember the Constitution. If you haven't even written, if you've not even read, uh, read the Constitution, then how can you have this discussion with me about what you want the country to look like? How can you, how can you make this country, you say, well, I want this country to be the shining light on the top of the hill. I want it to, to polish that light and I want it to shine so brightly. Well, guys, right now, in the darkest time, the smallest candle, the smallest little flicker will be the brightest. And that's what we need to start with right there. Read your constitution. Put that in your heart. How many of you know John 3.16? How many of you know different verses throughout the Bible that you could just crack off in a second? 
How many people know the the uh, you know the the Pledge of Allegiance? How many may know the Star Spangled Banner? How many how many know uh, 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 you know America the Beautiful? How many know the first verse of those things? How many know the old rugged cross? But how many of you actually know the preamble to your Constitution? How many of you guys actually know the amendments to your Constitution? How many many know the Declaration of Independence? See, the problem is, is that there's a lot of things out there that we can sing to Cardi B or or Willie Nelson or Hank Williams. We'll we'll sing all the lyrics to a song, and we'll we'll quote off, "Oh, I saw him in '68 at the uh, blah blah blah," right? But do you know the Constitution? Do you know how? Do you know how that you know actually works? Do you have that ability to be discerning in that moment? See, I'm challenging you, right? What do you want the country to look like? Well, you got to know what you want it to be first. I want it to be the Constitution. Well, what if I'm a ding dong and I'm over here leading you guys down the 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 path of destruction by saying, "Go to the Constitution." Yeah, that's oh, there's all kinds of freedom over there. Go get you some freedom. And then it's not. It's a big trap. If you don't know the Constitution, then you you could be trapped. I could be leading you down a path of destruction. So don't let me do that. Be that that constitutional scholar. I mean, guys, I've gone so far as re- read doctoral thesis on you know people who went and got their doctorate in constitutional the Constitution. I went and read their thesis on what they you know to get their doctoral. I read that to see what it is, and everybody and and they all default to the same statement. That the Constitution is not will not make sense to you and will not uh, be manageable unless you have the type of Christian morality that you know you get from the Bible, and so if you don't have that, the Constitution is not going to make sense to you. But you have to know it first, yeah. And so, yeah, we have to know what the word sedition means. We have to know what different um, different things mean. But but here's the problem: it's not sedition if I'm just trying to protect my country. I don't want my country overthrown. I don't want to rewrite my country. I want to refresh it. I want to bring it I want to bring it back. I want to make it amazing like it once was. See, that's the difference maker right there. All right, guys. Uh got commercial break coming up. We'll be back here in just a couple minutes. you cry when you see I'm gone You know there ain't no woman gonna settle me down I just gotta be traveling on a singing Green, green, the street they say On the far side of the hill Green, green, I'm going away Dark Delight on the WYSL stations Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show here, your second hour of this extended lunch on Mondays and Wednesday with your host, Jim Price. Thank you guys for being here. You know, this is this is an interesting time, I, and I and I was thinking about off the break, and uh, I get to talk to the engineer a little bit. He's he's a great guy. If you guys ever get to call into the station, you get to talk to Bob, uh, great guy, great salt of the earth man, so it's, it's really great, but to have him here, he always talks in my ear and stuff, and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, once in a while, he'll forget to turn the, the audio off and it reverbs. That's what you hear me say. I can hear myself or I can hear a reverb. But uh, he's great. Always got some good songs coming in and out. But one of the things that we, we talked a little bit and then we had a little time just before this, the end of the break. And I was thinking, guys, here's, what, here's what's holding me back. 
It's not time. It's not even the money. It's not it's not the the sacrifice I would make if I went to the southern border or whatever it is. It's the thin blue line. See, my thing is, let's say I I throw my I throw my throw my uh, my boomstick over my shoulder and I and I and I say I'm going to walk to the Capitol, and uh, those of those those that are not willing to stand for the Constitution and limit government and you know stop spending my money wildly. They need to exit the building, and then those people will be replaced with representatives from each one of their 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 districts, that, that with people who are willing to do that. And uh, then and then also I go into the city council meetings, and I go into the same thing in the school boards, and I say, listen, if you are here for CRT, if you're here for some type of sexualization of children, you're gone. We'll put people in here who believe that you know parental rights supersede the the the, the government, and uh, this is you know, and then the children get to take their their tax dollars to whatever school they wish, and uh, very simple stuff, right? And and the thing is, is that sounds like that sounds like logical, but the problem is, is the thin blue line's the difference between me and saying I want to go in and redress my grievances with my public servants. And if I wanted to go to the southern border right now, or if I wanted to go and I wanted to go to you know wherever, and I stood there with my boomstick slung over my arm or or at the ready. What's the thin blue line going to do? Remember, you guys have all, have all and I've, I've mentioned this several times, which is this is a hard subject. This is a very, very hard subject for a lot of people because we believe that policing is what creates you know, uh, the decline in, home, in crime, but that's absolutely a misnomer. That is absolutely not correct. It's the family home. Statistically, across the board, psychological studies for decades and decades and decades, they have proven over and over again a father in the home creates a more stable human being that will not victimize others through personal or person crimes. And uh, that's, that's, a, that's a number I can't get around. And uh, now, now the sad part of it is, is I could tell you my life has been victimized because of the establishment, because I was the one who was going to stand here and what I'm doing right now. Exactly what I'm doing right now with you on the radio is exactly what I did when I ran for office. And is exactly what destroyed my life. When I ran for office for a $12,000 a year state senate job, that's what your salary got. Now, there was a per diem you could get, you get with your um, each day that the legislator's in session. and uh, But basically, your salary was twelve or 14000 I think it was $12,000. It was less than $13,000. And everything I'm saying right now is exactly the thing, same thing I said then, but it scared the establishment so bad. That when the U.S. Marshals started investigating my case and f- started figuring out what was going on, they're like, man, if they hadn't over pursued you like this, we would never have caught them. They could have just made you lose the election and, and you could have gone on. But, man, they really came after you. Why were they so afraid of you? What do you have on them? I'm like, I have nothing. But all it was, guys, is the fact that I was absolutely someone who was willing to tell the truth and stand up for the small guy, stand up for the guys who need it. And say, listen, individual freedoms, individual liberties, we stand with all patriots, God and country first, people. That's what patriot means, God and country. And that's what I did. And just because when I ran for office, I was willing to say, listen, I don't want property tax. I don't want food tax. I don't want tax on utilities. That freaked them out so bad as they overplayed their hand that the, the, the investment company in the city of Wichita that was running the pinwheel money, which is no different than the one that's going in Arizona and all these other things, all the stuff, 
all these things came out, and I they the DOJ won't pick the case up. Now the DOJ is going after Trump. The DOJ in 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 New York is going after Trump. And so these people are out there doing all this stuff. And they this is the stuff that I went through. Well, we do have a caller. Dave, are you there? Yeah, yeah. Hey, great show. Um, you, Thank you, you sir. challenge me every day, you and, uh, and your partner there, intellectually. But yeah. I found out that a lot of the people are intellectual. Um, I want to challenge sure. myself. And then you think about this. This morning I woke up and I realized how many things just in my house, from waking up to getting coffee to doing my morning routine, are regulated by the government. Everything from what kind and what size light bulb I can buy. Uh-huh. I walk by my gas range, which is the new eco-terror in New York, heaven forbid. Uh-huh. My refrigerator, that's <laughs> a piece of crap, but it's Energy Star compliant. Um, right. You know, the water that came out of the tap this morning, that's regulated, you know, with a flow meter, so I can't have too much uh-huh. water. And and then on yeah. and on, and I, you know, answered nature's And your call. toilet can only flush six gallons per amount. flush, yeah, yeah. <laughs> times three. But I'm going to tell you... Know. <laughs> That makes keeps plumbers employed because it doesn't flush everything down. It doesn't. No, I mean, no. But I mean, these things are all regulated by the government. I had a conversation a couple of years ago. How come all these cars look the same? Okay, I think every old guy said that since cars were invented. But they actually share right. parts, and they're mandated to be a certain shape, aerodynamic, drag mm-hmm. coefficient. Um, I've got an airbag in my truck right next to my head. Why do I want an exploding piece of plastic next to my head if I get in a wreck? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, the curtain walls and all that stuff, everything there to protect you. Everything's for safety, but is it safe? Right. I mean, it really is. I I ran across a container of trisodium phosphate a few years ago, right? That was a great laundry additive before they outlawed it because, oh, it it makes algae blooms. Well, I've got a septic tank. Wouldn't that fertilize my backyard? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. But we don't talk about that. Like the old detergents. Remember, if you took some Tide and a piece of plastic, you had a slip and slide, right? Yeah, they used yeah. to have all the different things in there and make your grass super green. Yep. Well, now the it'll kill your grass. Phosphate. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I just, I, so I, I try to talk to people, not down to them because that's not where I'm going, but just mm-hmm. make them think, you know, every little thing that you do, you know, is regulated by the government, which is ridiculous. Yeah. We built the cages that we have for ourselves. Yeah, it's, it's, <sighs> it's crazy, and uh, <laughs> just uh, just got me to thinking. So, um, yeah, I guess well, thank I'll you for your purchase last week on that. I appreciate that. Oh, hey, yeah, I was going to go for the signature, but you know, I thought, oh gosh, then the black van will be parked twenty four seven across the street. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. No worries there. The, they're just so, there when you, I'm home. Did you now. <laughs> arrive in the USPS? Okay. Um, I have not gotten it yet, but I have not checked okay. my mailbox yet. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it should be there. It was mailed out the same day. So, uh, but the USPS, the United States Postal Service, is is running almost a week and a week and a half on shipping deliveries now. Oh, lovely, lovely. (laughs) We're from the government. We're here to help you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. More of that. So, thank you so much, Dave. Have a good day. You too, sir. Bye bye. Well, guys, that's, I mean, listen to what he just said there. I mean, he's, 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 he kind of put out a little bit of a call. And he said, hey, you know, people aren't thinkers. Uh, people don't realize. I mean, just like the whole toilet flush thing. I'm going to tell you as a builder, as a guy who was in construction for decades, um, you know, 30-some years, is that you need to hold that handle down no matter whether it's the yellow or the brown. You hold it down until it goes glug, glug, glug. That means you empty that whole tank out because 
you're you're not pushing enough water to keep the solids going in your pipes. And too many times we have these low flow showers and low flow sop faucets and low flow dishwashers and low flow this and low flow that. The problem is only the, it just clogs up your pipes. And uh, I pride myself on, you know, hey, you know, let the water run, let it go. And I'm like, well, that's just wasting water. It's really not. You'd be surprised that you're actually trying to, you, there's, did you know there's an, okay, here's, here's your EPA at work. There's an entire fleet of trucks in your city. I don't care whether you're in Buffalo. I don't care if Rochester, Batavia. I don't care if you're in Albany, wherever it is, even over in Canada. Old Canada is over there, got the same thing we do. There's a fleet of trucks that are diesel trucks that people have to have a CDL, and they go to the fire hydrant. They load up this truck with water. They turn the fire hydrant, go over to the sewer main, pull the lid off, and empty the whole truck out. And they have a route that they have to do all day long. Why? Because they're putting water into the sewer system because the sewer does not have enough water to keep the solids moving to the plant. So they have to flush water into their own system beyond even what you put in there to keep things moving. Because if not, they have to use those big vac trucks. And you know those big sucker trucks you see with the big hose and the big tank on it? And they have to go around and they have to suck out certain parts of it because they know things quote-unquote collect in that bottleneck area. This is a real problem, folks. We don't use enough water. And then the plant, I'm going to tell you another another thing, the water plant has to actually, quote unquote, pull water off the aquifer to put into the sewage treatment plant because there's not enough water to treat the sewage that's there. Not only do they not have enough to get it to the plant, but they don't have enough water in the plant to process what they have. Guys, we are so, we are so backwards, we're screwing ourselves and we don't even realize it. This is a real thing. This is a real thing. I'm not making it up. If they want to get honest with you, they don't do it. They, they are, they're barely keeping up with what they have. They don't have enough water. They don't. I mean, guys, you could leave your water going all day long, and it still wouldn't help. It takes everybody doing it. Anyway, guys, uh, I got on the whole water thing today. All right, guys, we've got a commercial break coming here with WYSL. We'll be right back. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. 
The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. I walked through a county courthouse square on a park bench, an old man was sitting there. I said, your old courthouse is kind of run down. He said, no, it'll do for our little town. I said, your old flagpole is leaned a little bit, and that's a ragged old flag you got hanging on it. He said, have a seat. And I sat down. Is this the first time you've been to our little town? I said, I think it is. He said, I don't like to brag, but we're kind of proud of that ragged old flag. I'm Jim Price, uh, sitting here with the Dark Delight Show. Thank you guys so much for hanging on there. And, guys, I actually request that uh, to come back with. And if you get chimed, listen to that. It's It's a good one. Anyway, um, there's a lot to lose. And uh, we we are hanging on with a lot of things that really makes you want to feel the heart inside you. You know, you want to feel your heart, right? Remember when you do those things like you when you do the Pledge of Allegiance or the Star Spangled Banner, you know, when you hold your hand over your heart, that's intention, right? That you have your hand there because you're feeling the power of your own heart and you're giving that attention to your heart. And guys, when you think about putting your hand on your heart, you always thought, well, that's what you do because it's the Pledge of Allegiance. But there's something more energetic. There's something more energy. There's something more spiritual. There's something more, you know... Um, uh, there's I, I, the word intent is really is really a powerful word. Your intention, your attention of something. When you're putting your hand, your palm, your palm. What do you do when you want to reach out and you greet another man? You reach out and you grab his hand. And a lot of that was to to show that you were unarmed in a, in a public situation. And a lot of people use that greeting as a way of kindness and uh, showing that you're not a threat, right? But there's a point of contact. When you make that contact, you are combining your energy with that individual. And there is a neutralization of power between the two of you. When I say power, I'm talking about the positive, negative energy inside of your body. And the the nervousness, the anxiousness, the, the anger, the... The sorrow can can exchange each other, exchange with each other. This is actually a, a proven physical physics. This is a physics lessons, guys. I'm not giving you some hippy dippy church ridden something or other or some you know something out out in the outer space. This is actually I'm giving you science. Scientists have actually measured this. This is not uh, me making it up. Even psychologists have done studies on this and the effects of the human touch. And when you think about when you touch someone's hand and you what that means, that connection of the palm to palm, 
Well, when you have your hand out there and you take your hand, you put your hand on your heart and you just listen to yourself and you say, you know, you say, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic, the republic, remember it's a constitutional republic, for which it stands, one nation under God, a higher power, power greater than you, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. When you're saying that, you're bringing that into your heart. You're owning that. You have that feeling inside of you. And if there's a, a thin blue line standing in front of you and you say, are you a constitutional officer? Do you believe in the Constitution? Do you believe in the people? Do you say the Pledge of Allegiance? See, that's why they quit doing a Pledge of Allegiance in school. It wasn't because of convenience of time. I mean, how long does it take? 15, 30 seconds of your day? But it's the intent. It's the attention. It's the meaning. It's the power behind those words with your hand over your heart. When you sit there and you hold your hand over your heart, it changes something. It changes the it changes the energy around you, the, the energy that connects with you. Think about 80,000 people in the Chiefs Stadium, right? I'm a big Chiefs fan. I've been there when it's packed out. And you got 80,000 people. When you got 80,000 people singing the national anthem, when you got 80,000 people holding their hands over their heart, you can feel the goosebumps. The when those little nerves that are connected to every hair on your body and the little muscle does this little contraction because of the energy that it can feel around you, those goosebumps when you hear the Star Spangled Banner, when you hear the the you hear the pledge of allegiance, when you see those jets fly overhead, when you feel the power of that moment, then you understand exactly what I mean by the intention, the intent, the power in your hand over your heart, that with your mind, with your mind's eye, when you close your eyes and you sing that song, when you say that pledge of allegiance, when you say, I solemnly swear, see, when you say that solemnly, I solemnly swear, that means that you are not taken with over by anything other than your own your own decisions. When you say I solemnly swear, you know that I'm going to st- I'm going to stand up for the Constitution. You know those against against those enemies, foreign and domestic. That means we have people within our own country that want to destroy your freedoms and your liberties. Think about that. That's a real world you live in, and your difference is is when you start putting it in your heart. When you stand there in that little group and you want to say, you know, buddy, uh, hey, come on to my, down to my house and uh, let's have a few beers or let's have a, some grill or a couple whiskeys or just a Pepsi, uh, you know, or whatever it is, an iced tea, a sweet tea, whatever it is. And you say, you know what, before we start, I want to just pledge allegiance to the flag. I want to understand. I want to get our hearts right. I want to get our minds right to what we're doing here. That's why it's so important. That's why the first thing they want to do is take God out of the Pledge of Allegiance. That's why they want to take the Pledge of Allegiance out of schools. They want to take it out of the board meetings. They want to take it out of the school the school board meetings. They want to take it out of the county commissioner's meeting. They want to take it out of your legislators. Why? Because it's power. Those words are power. You, you are power. The greatest thing that the elites fear, they don't fear each other. They fear you. You, you are terrifying to the elites because they know, they know. Even if you are some person that doesn't have the greatest intellectual mind, you're not the greatest speaker, you're not the greatest runner, you're not the, you're not the strongest, you're not the richest, you're not the whatever, but they know with your intent, with your intent, with your hand over your heart, 
you have more power than they do combined in one individual. And you become the power. You take over the cool kids club. You make the difference. You are the difference. You are those people. And the thin blue line, yeah, I'm going to tell you guys. Let me give you a real quick statistic before we go. They have, they have proven that the last 20 years that the entrance exam on all police across this country, every single police, every, every single policy officer in this country has had to have a, a lower than 120 IQ because they want them to be doers. You will not pass the police entrance exam if you have an IQ of a higher of 120. That is a proven fact. They want doers, not free thinkers. And guys, we need to be able to count on those guys to stand with us in those times that we need against the tyrannical leaders who are afraid of you. That's why they're trying to kill you. That's why they're trying to depopulate you. That's why they're trying to spray you. That's why they're screwing with your water. That's why they're screwing with your food. That's why they're screwing with your mind because they're trying to control you because you are so powerful. Think of all the energy and time they they spend trying to hold you down. That should tell you how powerful you really are. With your hand over your heart, with your mind in control, with your your intent, with your intent, you have more power than they could ever imagine. And as soon as you come together, and even in the Bible, then God talks about when two or more you come together, I am there with you. Imagine if you started out with your knee on the ground and your hands clasped or your hand over your heart and saying, Lord, come with us, be here with us in this time. And then you stand up and you pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And you do that. Think about the intention inside of that room, inside of your garage, inside of your, your, your patio, you know, out in your, your shed in the backyard. What does it take? That's where the revolution started. That's where everything started. That's where America started was in those small little 12 by 12 rooms serving coffee late into the evening over candlelight. It's because they came together and they said, we will not be, we will not be stomped on. We will not, we will not allow for these military men to come in and, and take quarter in our homes, take our children, take our livestock, our food. Their intent was the answer. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening in on the second hour here of the Dark to Light Show. Your host, Jim Price, thank you so much. We'll be back tomorrow. You guys have a great day.